0: This is WOMMLP operating out of Burlington, Vermont, 105.9 The Radiator. It's The Rocket Shop. Good evening. I'm your host on Proxer and with me tonight is Hannah. Hannah, hello. Hello. Absolute pleasure having you back in the studio.
1: Thank you. Pleasure's mine.
0: <laughs> um, how have you been since the last time I saw you? I think we had Honey and Soul, your other band in, uh, what, two, three years ago now?
1: More than that. Yeah, it got, it's got to be like, it's got to be probably like four years at this point. Maybe
0: three. I'm really excited to hear what new things have come out of your brain in that period of time. Thanks,
1: yeah, a lot of things have come out of this thing, <laughs> this brain thing.
0: Uh, on that note, we'd like to kick it off with a song, so we got for us?
1: Sure, yeah, this is called Take Flight. Um, <clears throat> I'll be releasing this song at some point soon. Um, yeah, hope you like it.
2: to me, why I can never seem to be just fine. I walk out into the dawn with my softest slippers on and take flight.
0: So, as you mentioned, that one's off potentially a new album, which I'm very excited to <laughs> uh, to listen to. Um, so, is this something that's is, <clears throat> I feel like it's been in the works for a little while? And um, what else have we kind of what we've we got to expect coming f- from you in the near future? Is this is this kind of a harbinger of maybe something larger?
1: Um, yeah. So, <clears throat> got a little frog in <laughs> like right at that last note anyways um so yeah i i have this band called honey and soul and it's so dear to my heart and it's so great things are awesome we're recording an album and then i also just like have all this music that i'm always writing um at least up until now um And it just became like, like the songs really wanted to exist and the band could only go so fast. Um, so I just was like, I need to do these songs justice and just get them out there somehow. So, um, I have a friend in New York who's a producer, um, and I brought, (laughs) it was just going to be one song and then it was like, okay, just three. And then it was like, would it be crazy if we did seven? (laughs) Um, So there's seven songs that we recorded this past year. um, And I've released two already. I'm releasing them all as singles. um, And then maybe I'll put them together as an album. um, But I'm just kind of like seeing how it feels as I go. um, And as like quickly as I can get it all together is like when it comes out. So... Um, this is the third and then there'll be four more if I did my math right.
0: I th- think so. i yeah. never a good subject for me in school, so <laughs> I'll, I'm going to take your word for it. It seems to be a general trend at the moment for, for musicians to rather than come out with a full album, like a, this is something I've been working on for the past few years, be more like, okay, I, I've been writing this song for the past two months and I've perfected it and I've recorded it and it's ready and I want that to get out there now. Um, and so a lot more people have been just kind of releasing singles, um, is this, do you guys all get together and talk about doing this and that's how these trends work? Yeah,
1: there's a secret gathering space. I knew it. No, but, but in all seriousness, like, it's, the music industry is really changing as, like, music is mostly streamed now. So, whereas, like, you would have an album and you would craft this beautiful thing and sell it at shows or, like, your label would sell it and you'd make a bunch of money, um, People aren't like making money that way anymore. So, and and because of streaming and the way like you can just listen like bop around and listen to one song from one artist and playlist and all that like I wanted I wanted to release an album like and I, I I had all these songs like really intentionally kind of crafted in specific order and just like with conversations with the, my producer and thinking about it in the context of music today it really felt like there's a chance and a high probability that a lot of the songs would get lost, you know, whereas, like, I can release one. I can put a lot of love and energy into announcing it and putting it out there and, like, having, you know, all the attention and the hype get built for, like, one song and then people listen to it. And then I could do that again as many times (laughs) as I want as opposed to, like, I'm putting this hype around, like, one album and maybe people will listen to all the songs, but I've put so much time into every song, you mm. know? So,
0: yeah. Does that change the way that you write songs? Are you writing it in a, for a different audience or writing it for, I don't know, as you have got a hype of every single song, does that, yeah, does that change the way that these things kind of come together and the way that you go into the recording studio and, and even the content of the song itself?
1: Not personally. Um... I can't say that that will not change. I mean, I know that some people write, like, they'll write for an album. They'll, like, have the idea of the album and then write a song. They know it's going to be the fifth song on the album. Um, But I don't write that way, maybe because I also didn't know that that was a thing until recently, so I haven't tried writing that way. Um, It's more just, like, how do I fit all these songs that I've already written together into an album? So... um, No, that's not really like a thought for me while I'm writing. I try and like block out everyone else while I'm (laughs) writing. Yeah.
0: Uh, With your writing process and blocking everyone out, uh, is that a process you do uh, on a daily basis or are you like, okay, March is the the month I do not talk to anyone. (laughs) I'm going to my writing cave and no one get in contact. Oh, man. Or is this kind of, is it a mix and match? How, How do you write a song?
1: Well, first of all, I wish I had a writing cave. And I wish that I had, like, the financial stability to, like, have a whole month to just, like, have a writing cave. Um, perhaps someday. But um, no, I when I say I block everyone out, I, I really mean, like, I try and not think about what other people are going to think about the music. Like, I, I try and not be in, like, a judgment space so that I can create a container for myself to be vulnerable and... Um, express what I'm feeling. Um, I do feel like as I've taken myself more seriously as an artist in the last few years, um, I do have like scheduled in my GCal. I have <laughs> scheduled studio time, which just means like I sit down and I have allocated time to either write or whatever it is that I need to be doing. Um, but yeah, like, when I create the space, I write. Like, it just comes out. So I don't, I, I, I don't know, like, uh, oftentimes I'll write. It'll be this, like, outpouring of emotion and whatever song because it needs to come out. It feels right. And sometimes I can create space and something will come out. So I don't know, I feel quite lucky. And also I, I put a lot of respect and attention to it and create time.
0: You do mention in your bio that you've used music, do use music, and the writing process to to heal your emotional wounds. Uh, does that mean you do have to be in kind of, you know, even though it's scheduled on the G Cal, you know, like, um, okay, this is where I slay my de- demons with my music sword, and <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go into that space. Is it does it have to be during like some time where you got a bit more of a heightened emotion and you do feel like you need to use that salve to kind of get through something?
2: Mm. Yeah, I appreciate this
1: question because I don't, I really like intentionally don't want to fall into the tortured artist trap. Um, I don't want to exist like that in the world. And when I when I write lately, anyways, like as I've been evolving, I feel like I write what I need to hear. Like if I'm feeling a certain way, like there's a part of me feeling a certain way and maybe like, yeah, maybe maybe this part just needs to have the stage and I need to like give that to this one way that I'm feeling um, and sometimes it's intense and that's like, yeah, maybe I need to carve out the rest of the day. <laughs> um, And sometimes, I I feel like maybe more often, like, I'm feeling a certain way and what feels healing is about the music is that I can tap into something deeper and vaster and more grounded that can be present for those feelings that are hard. And, like, that's where I write the music from. Like, it's, um, like, I'll be speaking, the music will be, like, speaking to the part of me that's struggling um, or whatever, you know, so... It's also nice because, like, I've definitely written the experience of playing the songs later. Like, if I'm playing from a place of, like, the feeling was really intense and I'm playing it later, it can be like, oh, God, I'm going to play the song. And it's so vulnerable and hard. Or it's like, I'm just, like, reminding myself some really helpful things, like, kind of every day when I play. Mm.
0: Yeah. Some some of those songs are just mantras, really, just to kind of be like, oh, yeah, no, maybe I should give myself some space or time or, sure. or, or what have you. Um, do you ever surprise yourself when you're writing? Do you ever kind of write a line? And you're like, oh, wait, hold on a second. I, I was feeling like this and I had no idea about that and it just kind of happened to rhyme or something.
1: Definitely. Yeah, I think it's funny you say that because there's, and like I was saying with not having the judgment there, like, I try and really trust the words that come out of me. And I kind of have this thing where I'm like, well, I could just change it later. And I almost never do. Like, it's all—it's almost always, like, exactly what comes out in the moment. And there's definitely parts of me that are like, oh, what
2: did you just say?
1: Like, that's not... I don't know. Are so we sure we want to say this? <laughs> and I just like let it come out. I do the whole song and then I'm like, wow. And sometimes, you know, it's really crazy. Actually, the next song I'm gonna play. Um, I I wrote this song um at this at this um I took a week to myself at the, my friend's cottage on Lake Wilby called Isbel Cottage. And um a Musical Cave.
0: Hmm? Yeah. Yes, yeah.
1: Um, I had a week. <laughs> yeah, and I wrote this song, and there's this line in the song that's like, um, like the sway of the dancer, I give my burden to the wind. Um, and I wrote that, and I was like, whatever the F that means. <laughs> and and then, like, I didn't think about it. I was just living my life. Then the next day, I went on this hike, and it was so windy it was so windy I really I promise you that I was not thinking about those lyrics and I was processing a lot of grief um on that on that trip um and I just was like I don't know no cell service no wi-fi like a week deep into this trip I was just like following my intuition every day there and like I was on this mountain and it was so, 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 so windy. And I just like started moving my body in this way and like like giving my burden literally to the wind. And I came back like later that night and I was singing that song and I was
2: like, what? <laughs> Wait, what?
1: <laughs> this is nuts. Like I, I mean, it was in my body, like I knew it needed to happen, but sometimes it's so like, like that's not the f- that might have been the first time it was so like, um, uh, literal but mm-hmm. like there's often times when I write words and I don't understand them then I need to do some more like digging and processing and then later on I'm like oh shit I knew
0: do you ever write before. about any lottery numbers or anything maybe in the last few days yeah
1: <laughs> yeah but I'll, I'll I'll let you know uh, you off much. the air
0: I think as you kind of uh, you've kind of already introduced this this next song so I'm very curious to hear it
1: yeah um yeah yeah so this song I released, um, when did I release it? At the end of July. Um, it's out there, it's called Isabel Cottage. I'm slyly tuning my guitar as I tell you this. <laughs> um, and I'm really proud of it, it makes me feel good.
0: And on the, the single uh, release on Spotify I noticed it, it has the actual picture of the cottage yeah. that you're staying yeah. at, which looks gorgeous, by the way. Did you, you had the whole place yourself at that did.
1: time. Yeah, my friend is so generous and so kind. And she, yeah, she just was like, I was like, hey, I'm, I need a break. And she's <laughs> like, here you go. Yeah. Wow.
0: Well, we'd love to hear Isabel Cottage.
1: Oh hmm okay. Here we go.
2: Like the
0: Uh, It's just a gorgeous song. What a melody that goes with it! It's so driving but slow, melodic. It's amazing. Thank you. Um, Did you feel at the end of that experience at Isabel Cottage that you had the right amount of space to be able to grieve? Was that putting it into this song? Was that was that enough? Did you did you leave it feeling that there was more that you needed to be there for, or was this kind of like closure almost?
1: Um, n- I wouldn't quantify it as, like, enough. Uh, if I feel grateful, it was really, really helpful. Um, grief is, like, such process, mm. and it doesn't end. S- it, like, kind of just, like, folds in and <laughs> incorporates. Mm. Um, having the space, like, really really was helpful i mean it was enough in that it's all enough like it's all um what i've got to work with (laughs) so yeah
0: um you did mention earlier on that you know a lot of these songs you had while kind of writing and working with honey and soul um your femme trio if you've never listened to Honey and Soul, go listen to them, find them playing live. They're incredible. And I actually remember very distinctly on New Year's Day, a few years back, watching you in a synagogue play. it um, was a few years back now, but that was just... Oh, well, you
1: what? were there for that. I was there for that, yes. yeah.
0: big. That was. I was feeling rough, but uh, you <laughs> you gave me life that morning afternoon. I'm not sure what <laughs> time <welcome>. it was. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... Uh, because, as you said, uh, you know, because as a trio, it takes a lot much longer to kind of get things practiced and down and yeah. ready and whatnot. You needed to release these songs as you've kind of moved more into your solo work. I mean, you, you kind of did start solo work from earlier than twenty eighteen. Have you started writing songs just for yourself as a solo artist, or is or are any of these songs still kind of like it could be for Honey and Soul, they could be for for, for Hannah Hannah? How does that work?
1: Yeah, um, so, um, it kind, well, it's interesting, because, like, I write all the music for Honey and Soul, and, um, for, like, for a long time, I just had this, like, big bank of songs, and we're like, okay, let's, let's do that one, let's do that one, so it was, it was, like, already written, and now we're playing with five pieces we're playing with drums and and upright bass too and it's been so fun and now that we have like this bigger sound I've been writing more songs like okay this this song like I just wrote a song um and in my head I'm like there's going to be, like, a huge string crescendo at the end, and then, like, it's going to get so crazy, and everyone in the whole band and maybe everyone in the audience is also going to be singing along to, like, this section. So in that sense, like, I I do, I think I am kind of writing more to this, like, bigger sound. And as far as Hannah Hannah songs go, like, (laughs) I don't know. I think sometimes I'll write a song, and I'll bring it to the group, and to Honey and Soul, and I'll be like... They'll be like, we could, we could. This song maybe just doesn't need so much. Mm-hmm. And those songs are also really beautiful and good. Um, I guess I don't really know the answer to your question, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I think the Hannah Hannah songs are just like these ones that were coming. And Honey and Soul were like a really slow and intentional group. And I love us, and I love our pace. And there is like a part of me that's like. <laughs> <laughs> like I want to keep going, yeah. so I bring that energy to Hannah.
0: <laughs> uh, is it the kind of the case that you'll you'll bring something to Honey and Soul, and as you said, you're kind of like, no, this isn't, this isn't, this doesn't fit our sound. And so, do you need to be told really that this is for Hannah, Hannah, and this is for Honey and Soul, or is there something that you'll finish writing and you're like, nah, this is mine. I'm not. This is. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna guard this one slightly jealously.
1: Ah. Uh- Nah, it hasn't really happened yet. Um, Like, it's been so rare that it'll be like, this is just like a quiet song for you (laughs) or something. Um, But now that I've, like, produced these songs solo, like, I'm not really bringing them to the group. I don't know, but it doesn't feel like I'm, like, mine.
3: Mm.
1: Yeah, I love when other people, like, I feel so honored when other people, like, want to play these songs with me and then, like, compose or like produce their parts and it like transforms and there's there's like no part of me that feels like this is all mine and not yours Mm. yeah
0: um so your first ep your first kind of solo project i believe uh to the river so that came that came out in 2018
1: Pulling it out from the depths, right? Tom.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've got all sorts of knowledge. Oh yeah, I'm like co- seeing that. Screen. Okay, yeah. Uh, so that was a pretty ambitious project to start off with for for a, an initial solo artist. I mean, you very clear that uh, it was going to be centered around radical honesty, and that's that's a pretty big thing to lift, especially for a first solo project. Hmm. So yeah, tell me more about uh, how that central themes shape the project and why you chose that vulnerable subject to be kind of that focal point
1: radical honesty Mm -hmm. um i don't know i think it's just like who i am and i feel really strongly about moving through the world from a really authentic place um mostly because well maybe not mostly but like initially probably because i just like can't fake it (laughs) i just like never have been able to i think it's like a big part of my process is to like learn how to have like walls and boundaries that are healthy as opposed to like these are all my feelings (laughs) you know where like other people's process is to like break down those walls and Mm -hmm. it's like finding some balance um yeah
0: so is your current work also centered around radical it never changed from 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 the age of 19 (laughs) to now you have always centered radical honesty in in the work that you've done
1: um yeah yeah I think I think so I though although I feel it's funny I I like I like hearing you say radical honesty I feel like I haven't thought about that phrase in a while um I'm trying yeah
0: it it sounds like you don't really have too much control of it anyway it's almost (laughs) like you know the (laughs) eyes roll back and the (laughs) muses flow through you and all of a sudden you a lot about yourself after you've <laughs> written a song,
1: yeah, sometimes it's more work to like get grounded and and come into that place, but yeah, it's definitely like a an ongoing uh intention, I would say
0: um as obviously you kind of pour your heart and soul into all of these songs um obviously you're very keen about sharing these 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 songs with not just Sonny and soul but the any audience as well. Is there any other song that you kind of come up that you really love, but you're like, oh, God, this one actually, this one kind of cuts deep or anything like that. Is it? Do you ever get that where you're like, ah, I'm not going to actually show this one off. This one's this one's either for me or I'm just going to pop that in the memory vault and lock <laughs> it and never open it again.
1: There, it's funny. There are songs that I don't want to play that, like, there are people that w- want me to play that I feel like, aren't so vulnerable or like mm. I don't know like they they're so they're, there's like one song I'm thinking of in particular that I <laughs> my dad just like really loves mm. and it it reminds me of like uh I don't know it, it, it I feel embarrassed about it like but there's but like you know to his credit like there are people that like that song and I just like really don't want to play it. Like, I don't even, I don't remember how to play it. It, I wrote it in college, like, I don't know, uh, probably like eight, nine years ago. And like, yeah, I I just, I don't, yeah, I think, yes, there are definitely songs from like the early days of writing that I'm like not trying to play anymore. And I have so many songs that are like in the roster that Mm -hmm. I just forget how those go. So even if someone asks me, I wouldn't be able to.
0: So they just kind of <laughs> naturally just drop off. You're like, well, I'm sorry. they just kind of um, lost to the ages. Yeah, there so, are
1: some songs. I do have, like, a running list of all the songs I've ever written. And there are some that I wish I did remember or, like, wrote down somewhere where I remembered where I wrote it down so that I could bring it back. But
0: How do some of these ch- songs, I mean, because obviously you're writing about your kind of lived experience. Um... How do you relate? What's your relationship with some of these songs that are older? Maybe not the ones that you've kind of intentionally <laughs> dropped off the roster, but like some of the ones you do return back to. How has your relationship changed with some of these songs from the earlier days uh, mm. when you play them, like the way you think about them?
1: Yeah, that's so cool. That's a cool thing to think about. Um, it's It's interesting because once the song comes to me, it's like really helpful for me. And then when I bring it out and show it to other people, like hopefully and through like experiences that people have told me, like it's helpful to them. And then it kind of just like, I have to, it feels like it's like a kid in some ways that like I'm raising it and then sending it out into the world and I'm like, okay, like go do your magic, you know, and i'm gonna do my best to like keep you like supported Mm -hmm. and i think like yeah just there's certain songs that i wrote from like really like specific places and i'll perform them and they don't feel the same way that they did when i performed them right after i wrote them Mm -hmm. you know um but like maybe to one of my bandmates they like hit really deep and now the song's about them
3: mm.
1: and when I play it and I'm holding space for them or like um, I there's someone told me I think it's okay to share this but um, that they played a song for a client of theirs like they're a therapist like a music therapist and um, the like it really spoke to the client which kind of like blew my mind honestly Um, but that's I guess just an example to show like I don't know where these songs are gonna go and they just kinda they're like snapshots for me and also not about me anymore after a certain point, sometimes they'll like circle back around and be relevant again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so oh, I yeah. had a point when I was twenty. Yeah. Um, but it's it's interesting you say that. It's kind of a, it's almost you you relinquish that ownership once you put it into the into that space. And now that child, what well, that song that was once your child might now be several other people's children. I
1: hope so. That's the goal.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, well, uh, we'd love to hear another child. So here's my
1: us? baby. <laughs> um. I guess I'll play, um, okay, well, this song is called The Rise, and because I talked about my dad liking that song, I'm going to play it because I don't know actually if he's listening, but he really likes this one too, and it's like, yeah. Um, I wrote it for my, for my, like, middle school child. <laughs> um, honestly, like, after doing some work in therapy, And I love her. I love her so much. And this song is for her. (laughs) Okay. No, I'm not. No, I don't want to do it. Okay.
2: Come and take me by the... Jesus
0: Hannah, Hannah for Hannah's dad. <laughs> so Ken. Sha- Kevin. Ken. 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 Sorry, yeah, yeah. Ken. My apologies. <laughs> um, so great song. I love that you you dredged that one up for your dad. That was that's great. Thanks. Um, let, yeah. Let's talk about some of the the newest singles that you got coming out. Yeah. Um, specifically, uh, Twenty Three Pelican Sky. Yeah. Um, I went on your website and. You created a really cool music video for it. So I want to hear more about that. And I also want to know where you got that bike from because it's really cool. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes. So 23 Pelican Sky. um, I wrote that song on the beach in Costa Rica um, when I was uh, with my now ex um, on a bike trip. And he bikes really fast and I bike not as fast. And... Um, I was like really grappling with that, um, and other things. Um, but yeah, I, I did this music video with, um, Macaulay Lerman, who's so talented. Um, and we also, Honey and Soul just did two music videos with him too. Um, but yeah, we went to the Cape because it felt important for it to be at the ocean and um and you're from Massachusetts as well. I'm right? from
0: Massachusetts as well. Yeah. So I, I can see how the whole thing kind of lays. Yeah.
1: I didn't grow up on the ocean, but I do love the ocean. I think I love the ocean more now than I ever did growing up. Um just like the ocean feels like the for like the oldest teacher, like the first breather or something, like with its breathe like it was just mm. alive before anything else. And I just, like, sit there, and I feel like I'm hit with waves of, like, revelations always. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. 20, oh, and the bike, yeah. The bike is a bossy bike by um, this great bike company in Montreal, um, a friend of mine works there and helped design the bike. Um, Cnl Cycles is the shop, but they have this line called Bossy Bikes. And yeah, I love, it's a great bike. I would recommend the bike.
0: I <laughs> genuinely didn't expect there to be actually a story behind the bike. I just saw it in the video. And I was like, okay. oh, that's really cool. You, obviously, Old Spokes or something had one spare. Definitely.
1: No, well, I used to work at Old Spokes and um, <clears throat> they have those bikes there. Mm. So, yeah.
0: It might be why it pinged in my head when I saw it. Probably, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um yeah really cool video um and so were you trying to kind of somewhat recreate this moment in costa rica because obviously there you'll be by the sea you're on the bike in the video um yeah what's what's the message what's what's the story that you're telling in that in that video
1: definitely wasn't trying to recreate that moment um (laughs) (laughs) but i was trying to the message of that song is about going at my own pace going at your own pace and being like so okay with that and um a lot of that came is like this process I I had like a pretty severe brain injury um like almost two years ago that was out of work for like over a year and yeah it was really intense and and like was working through a lot of my internalized ableism and um my pace really changed. And, um, yeah, this, like, a lot of what I was grappling with was that I feel like I was just trying to spread my wings with um, my music, and I had to realize that, like, spreading my wings could look really differently than I had ever expected it to, um, and it was still really a valid experience. And expanding my mind to, um, like, include non-ableist ways of wing-spreading <laughs> i guess um and yeah so that like kind of being like there's like that theme um in the song of like being at my own pace healing being at my own pace creating music um like seeing kind of like represented by like a couple like in the video and actually in real life there was this couple at the beach that was just like so picturesque it was like what like how are you so perfect looking in the sunset in the ocean whatever and I was just like seeing that and I feel like that image sort of represented this um yeah this this like I don't I don't know just like I I don't need to be there like mm. i I'm, I'm doing this differently and i'm at my own pl- at my own pace in my own place mm. and that is okay and mm. so the the video itself has that um, sort of imagery cuz i think it's like fun and also again speaking to what i had i uh, had mentioned earlier about like these songs being like saying from a more like grounded place um, holding space for those emotions I feel like I was trying to channel like the me, that was really okay with going at my own pace. Mm. Um, whereas, like, the bike trip, like, probably didn't look like that. Right. Me, like, smiling, riding right <laughs> my
0: bike. <laughs> well, the, the the bike trip, is, it seems like an actual juxtaposition where you, you weren't allowed to go at your own pace and it probably yeah, annoyed you a little bit.
1: Yeah, imagine. yeah. I'm, I'm talking too much smack about this bike trip. It was, it was really nice <laughs> <That's> also. Nice. <laughs> um, but that is speaking to that one feeling yeah, of, true. like... Um, just the contrast of, like, mm. feeling really
0: slow. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the other single that you have out on Spotify right now, with Eric George, uh, a yeah. big heavy world favorite. Yeah. Um, great song. I would encourage everyone to listen to it. It's, uh, it's called I Want to Make Out With You. Um, loved, loved listening to it, but then the, the, the curiosity in my brain pinged on. And as you're in Honey and Salt, and obviously if you're a fantastic artist yourself you probably have a kind of a pick of who you could collaborate with in Burlington, in Vermont. I'm wondering who else kind of top of mind for you that you, you would love to collaborate that you haven't yet? Well, I don't to, know. Just putting you on the spot right <laughs> now to, <laughs> to name names.
1: Um. So I don't know the answer to that question, but I have been like, you know, talking to different producers and like definitely welcome people um, to come to me and we could talk but i have a like a a project that i'm sitting on right now and i'm trying to also like finish this honey and soul record and like finish all these releases and i have to like slow myself down so i haven't really been in the headspace of like i've sort of been like with like one eye looking like who's going to be the right i think i might work with the same producer that i'm working with now for this other project i'm thinking of. that's more of like a heritage project Mm. that i don't want to say too much about right now um but you should just like follow me and i can you'll hear about it but it's really exciting (laughs) um but (laughs) um yeah so i'm like i'm i'm in the the r&d phases of this project and like have my ears and eyes out for like people that I could collaborate with, um, potentially, like specifically if anyone's like really knowledgeable about like Spanish, Middle Eastern, Turkish music, um, curveball alert. <laughs> Just but, yeah. That went out into the universe. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, working with some some, some roots stuff.
0: Oh, interesting. Oh so, yeah. Okay, well, you're going to have to obviously come back in once this <laughs> is uh, <laughs> yeah. once that gets going. Uh, we've not got too much time left. Yeah. Uh, obviously, love to find out where you're playing next. What? C- where can people see you uh, live? And then also, how do people find you online and listen to all of your great music?
1: Yeah. Um, so, you can find me online... Um, if you just go to my Linktree, which is actually not Linktree, it's bio.site slash Hannah Hannah, then you got all the links, but like Instagram, Facebook, working on that TikTok. <laughs> I'm hiring someone to help me with that. <laughs> and um, yeah, I'm playing at the the poetry, the lit club. Um, actually, in a couple weeks, and I really wish in this moment that I remembered the date, but if you follow me on social media, I'm going to post about it. Um, And, yeah, Honey and Soul, Uh, we are in the process of booking some stuff. So, like, we don't have anything booked right now until January, but we are going to be booking stuff, like, next month. It's just Mm. not in the books yet but follow us honey and soul music honey and soul music.com hannah com. hopefully i covered all the bases i there. think so okay.
0: also go to uh hannah, hannah h music.com Yeah. To two h's in the middle there hannah A. H.
1: yeah Music.com?
0: Yeah. Am I yeah. saying that right now? Yeah,
1: yeah, okay. yeah. But like Hannah has an H at the end of it. So it's like H N N A H
0: H Okay, got it. Yeah, d- yeah, The double H at the end. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. definitely go there to, to look at the music videos as well. because Or the music video because it's phenomenal. And it's a great yes. song. Um, well, thank you so much for coming in. Really appreciate it. What song have you got to play us out with?
1: Um, I'm going to play a song called Biggest Pretender. Um, the last song is also going to be released as a single, this one's also going to be released as a single, um, it's, a, it's a song. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm just going to have a sip of my tea real
3: quick. <clears throat>
2: Be just what it is. Rose scented lotion, like a kiss. Ooh, ooh, ooh. ah. Be with the change, just like the clouds. I'm getting turned, just inside out. your side in case you fall and you're surprised about it.
0: Hannah, Hannah, playing us out there with Biggest Pretender. Thank you so much for coming in. I really appreciate it.
1: Thanks, Tom. Thanks for having me, Big Heavy World.
0: Oh, you, well, you know any time. And I'm <laughs> very, very interested to know what this new project is. I feel like you teased us quite a lot with that one. So <laughs> yeah. please come back in when that gets sorted. And I hope you do find uh, someone who can speak, sing Spanish or Turkish or all the rest. It's
1: more about the instrumentation that I'm looking for. Okay. I'm for anyone he, that's listening.
0: Glad you clarified that <laughs> for you. anyone it would have uh, <laughs> got in contact who could sing Spanish. Thank you. Well, that's all we've got time for tonight. You can join us uh, next week uh, when Derek O'Kanus is coming in. Uh, Okanos is coming in. Um, so please listen back in then. But for tonight, this has been W O M M L P operating out Burlington, Vermont. 105.9 The Radiator. It's been The Rocket Shop. I've been your host, Tom Proctor. And good night.
1: Meaning such a good audience. That was
0: lovely.